Doubt is not always a bad thing, but it becomes a bad thing when you let it override what you're capable of. Hey, I'm Santana. And I'm Haley. I'm Bella. And this is Young and Indigenous Podcast. And I'm here with Young and Indigenous Podcast is an outlet for people to know about Indigenous knowledge, storytelling, and history. Through our youthful journeys as Indigenous people, through these stories, young people and elders share their experiences with us. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do this. I'm about to tell some red stories. Stay tuned. <laughs> Come in from out, from I'm out, from kind of inside. Tilted high. Rope. You for, start inside. For the very first bit. All right, we good? Yeah, we're set. And action! Here we are on set for CSSP's pilot episode of our first narrative series. This series is based around youth mental health and really finding your identity and culture. It's a coming of age story of a group of kids freshly out of high school and really just struggling to find their identity and it's their journey. You, where'd you come from? Around. The Yay team has been having so much fun here. We all have roles in production and we're set designing and we're helping with wardrobe and it's a super cool experience. And we had the privilege of interviewing some of the actors. I just want to start off with just you telling me who you are and where you're from. Well, I'm Benaren Kane. Uh, I currently reside in Baltimore where I've spent a good majority of my life, but uh, uh, I'm an old Hadatsa, and uh, folks come from the Dakotas and that neck of the woods. But uh, uh, I've been acting now for mm, five years, something like that, I think. That number might not be accurate, but it feels right. Do you like live in community culturally? Like, is there anything different compared to ours, compared to yours? Uh, when it comes to here? Yeah. Oh, geez. Um, well, I never uh, grew up on the res, so okay. everything's new to me. Uh, That's interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm I'm one of those urban Indians, um, living on the outskirts of town or whatever. It's beautiful here, for one. I've been to my res before, and it's also very pretty, and I love uh, the seeing the mountains and all that stuff. Uh, but we don't have bodies of water like this there, and for me, who was actually born in California in uh, Sacramento. Uh, I don't know. I, I like I like this side of the, this side of Turtle Rock. 
What made you get into acting? I uh, <laughs> I feel like I have a new answer for this anytime somebody <laughs> asks me. Um, I don't know. Really, yeah. I feel, feel it feels kind of like a last resort. Not like a last resort. That has like a negative connotation, but it was like it's the thing that I fell into. Okay. And um, it was always something that I was kind of, I was gesturing with my hands, kind of doing, uh, coming up. I, I had some, I was, uh, you know, trying to do choirs and things like that. And, um, that led into like the opera world and that's a little acty and did some dance and things. And, but, uh, all of that kind of fuddled just into the broader category of performance. And, uh, after a few years of doing improv, uh, with a indie troupe, Topiary. Uh, I haven't said that in a very long time. Topiary. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, I, I realized that I, it was something that I wanted to follow more full time. Went to school, uh, National Conservatory of Dramatic Arts. Wow. I did the two year program and graduated with my only credentials in, in higher education, which is Woo! a diploma in acting. <laughs> Other than that, it's just a high school degree. Uh, and just kind of got to it. That was, um, it was, uh, started but it was uh i started in theater and that was kind of what the teachings of my school was rooted in uh but over covid everything got shut down but something that opened up really quickly uh, that i was surprised by was film and so i was just able to kind of start submitting to things there and uh that got me here so okay here we go! Action! Bubble! Shaking! How was it like growing up in the city for you compared to being on the res? Um, so, growing up in Baltimore, because my dad and stepmother, and I have to do all the delineations. Um, as joint custody, so I actually lived in two different places. Oh, okay. uh, but my dad and stepmom moved to Baltimore in '99, okay. and have been there ever since. Uh, and so I really gotten to know Baltimore over the years. And then after high school, I moved there full time. Um, but uh, I've always liked city life. Okay. It's always been fun for me. Uh, and I also grew up in because I split my time. I grew up in. Uh, uh, Texas and Nevada and Montana and things okay. like that. So I, I knew what like a more rural. I always stumble on this word. Rural? rural. Yes, I know. I can't, I can't say it right for some reason. <laughs> a more non-urban environment. Uh, I've grown up in those as well. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I just love. I think that's probably why I love contrast so much, uh, and why I kind of pine for both things at a time. But um. I can get used to this. <laughs> it's pretty great out here. I, as I said, I've lived, lived not not in this exact place, but uh, there, there's something about this water out here, and I love the um, just the the beautiful mountain lining <laughs> on all of the water as well. It's, you, you get all of the fun features up here. I agree. <laughs> Honestly, um, 
Yeah, right here, this water right here, we used to have a lot of wars, like war canoe happens. That's what our war canoe um, shed is down there. So like these waters are some of the strongest waters when you come and canoe pull on here. Like it's, sometimes it's really crazy out there. And it's just like a little story about me when I started canoe pulling, like I went out there first time. We call it Stomish, Stomish weekend. It's Stom just, yeah, it's, it means warrior. and. Warrior. Warrior Weekend. Yep, Warrior right. Weekend. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, um, like, I first time going out there, it was a six-man canoe, and I was in the second to the back, and it just, like, just, like, it knows when you're not ready, so, like, we're on our way out there, and we're just, like, pulling, and I was the only one that got kicked out of the canoe. Like, our canoe came behind us and hit us, and then it just went whoosh, and it, like, totally kicked me out, and now that I think about it, in my head, I think, like, you are not ready for this, so, like, I was just so nervous and scared, because it was just my first time, and I just, like... So, when you hit the water, when you fell out, what was that like? What, what was your immediate reaction? Um, it was cold, honestly. <laughs> so, the, did you... Did you... <gasps> Yeah, because I, you know, I went under, and I was just like, oh, my God. And they're like, what happened? I was like, I don't know. I wasn't holding on to the canoe. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's a good phrase, though, that I like that your turn of phrase. That it knows when you're not ready. Yeah, they, like, since they say we're so connected with the water, like, it, it really does know. But we also go to the water for many sacred things as well. Like, we go to let things go, or the water is always there for you when you need it, and, like, just like say if you're just having a hard day go to the water and the water will take care of you i was gonna ask if you felt like well you said you loved growing up in the city but did you ever feel like loss of identity from being away from your res oh my yeah <laughs> it's all the time uh yes and especially now because i've um most recently started to do more uh native american art specifically more indigenous art first nations stuff uh so yeah I don't, I don't even have the proper tongue for it yeah you can call me a fish out of water for sure <laughs> um and it's and i'm uh i think it stems from you know i was not raised obviously in a traditional way or in yeah. the traditional environment for even i think just a normal kid just being bounced back and forth well i should take that back because so many people are now joint custody and do that but um Mine lived across the country from one another, and it's uh, just made commuting from one set of parents to the other uh, just, I guess, that much more taxing. No more uh, um, difficult, though, than anybody else. But um, that all leads to my, my larger point of just, you know, I'm also, like, half-white and indigenous, and it's, there's been... I have plenty of... Uh, times where it's it's i don't know sorry i'm struggling to find my words for this it's okay. it's always like just skin deep for me <laughs> and i don't know how i still don't know how i feel about it yeah just because but i feel like that's genocide right yeah. if like i'm questioning it that's yeah. like that's what they want exactly and so like <laughs> i'm right now i'm just like there is no like meter mm -hmm. there's no you've done enough and now you've passed kind of thing it's just acceptance of self and right now I'm just trying to educate myself and try and practice as many things that I can in my day-to-day -day life that would reflect on my heritage as best as possible so that's that's where I am right now but uh identity's sake right. 
Cool. <laughs> well, I'm native. That's so so it's good enough for me. No, that's good. I like that you say that because we just need to represent who we are. Um, is there anything that you would like to learn from your culture? Is there like, do you know anything about it? Or? Uh, yeah, I've done some uh, stuff specifically. Uh, uh, Buffalo Bird Woman's Garden is a book that I'm reading, or I should say referencing. Uh, I volunteer at a community garden in Baltimore. And I try and incorporate some traditional practices to tend land better and things like that. Uh, To my knowledge, uh, we were a a farming cultivar people. And so, you know, if I'm out there in a garden, I feel like there's no more way to really like... You're like, I'm in a garden. Exactly. It's to settle into my roots. No pun intended. Definitely. Yeah. I don't know. Is there anything that you would like to tell about yourself? I don't know. Just you and your life and how you've gotten through it and to where you are today. Mm. Yeah, sure. I can, I'd love to tell you about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, humor. Humor. You have lots of humor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. Yeah. That's, that's, appreciate that. Coming from you, that's nice because you busted me up a few times as well. So... Uh, thank you very much. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, not that everything's a joke, but <laughs> yeah, humor really sees it through it and it, it's nice. And one day I'm going to make sense of all of this. I don't know what day it's going to be and I don't know what that sense will bring, but one day I'm going to finally crack this shell of understanding and, uh, Maybe it'll be worth it. So, so I think hope, <laughs> I guess, is, is what gets me through. day you're just like so open and it just like totally made the energy go up and <laughs> I, you guys say that but I, I feel like I came in on like a nice pendulum upswing like you guys were you guys seemed just from rock stars from a get and it was, it was uh, I would like to say a thousand and one times it has been such a pleasure and thank you so much yeah. for for getting me in here it's it has been just such an honor That's to be able to learn and work with everybody here it's so thank you and thanks for having me on. Yeah. No. Yeah. I totally, it was awesome. Like, just getting all the actors through, and it just, I don't know. You just seem really cool, and you're just so, like, you're just a comfortable person. And you're just, like, talking to you. <laughs> it's just like, wow, I could talk to this person for okay. hours if I wanted to. <laughs> the chaise lounge of personalities, I suppose. <laughs> And when I was taking pictures of you the other day, I was just cracking up. Because you're right. You're like, man, I just find this lens everywhere. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. But no, you totally brought the humor on. I mean, like you said, humor does get us through things. And 
honestly, we're just humorous people as indigenous people. Like, we're all just super funny. If we don't go through the day without someone messing with you, then how are we supposed to get through life? I will definitely I just be eating those again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just did it. <laughs> we did it together. <laughs> is that a wrap on the interior of the trailer, too? Yes. yes. Um, I think it is. That is a wrap on the interior of the trailer. Get your photos now. Uh, wait, wait. Would you have anything to say for, like, how old are you? 26. 26. Ah, I knew that one. Oh. <laughs> You're like, I almost forgot. Uh -huh. <laughs> you can't stump me. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I was like, would you have anything to say to young actors coming up or act people who would want to be actors in, in our indigenous communities? Uh, yeah, I would love to say something. Um, there's no right way, or as in there's no set path. So it's you can study how other people have approached it, mm -hmm. and you should. Uh, but then you got to, sorry, I'm shivering because I'm a little bit cold. Uh, but then um, you really got to just make it for yourself because there is no, and, and that should be equally daunting as it is freeing. Uh, and just learn to own your power because you have it and uh, no, one can, can, no one can wield it the way you can. And so that, that's what's going to get you there. I'm still learning too, so it's just kind of... It's a learning process. Like when I first did this, I was like, I was so scared of it. I was like, uh, what are you throwing me into, man? <laughs> like, they're just like, just go do it. Just go ask questions. I know. And, and here you are. You're like, boom. Hey, you got time? And I'm like, yep. Can I interview you right now? <laughs> Threw two chairs down and here we go. <laughs> exactly. So I always, I like that you say to just own it because I've totally doubted myself in so many ways in this, but like doing this and just like, Knowing, because it was really hard for me in my life growing up, and just, like, knowing that I have people who believe in me and surrounded me with goodness now, it just, it's really helpful when you just felt doubted your whole life. Some level of self-introspection is good. So I think, you know, doubt is not always a bad thing, yeah. but it becomes a bad thing when you let it override what you're capable of. Yeah. And I think that's the, keep yourself in check, yeah, because it's true. smart, but, uh, don't don't let that stop you. For sure. If it's scary, it's probably because it's fun. <laughs> it's prob there's probably a little bit of excitement. There's there's got to be risk to life. Yeah. There has to be, sadly. Definitely. But with risk comes reward. I know. And that's that's just a lot of time. Just a lot of time in. You you get enough times at bat, you're eventually gonna hit something. <laughs> so just don't give up. Like, I was just talking to one of my coworkers earlier about it, and she was just like, we're always learning every day. And I was like, you are so right. <laughs> Until you die. Until you die. The day you stop learning is the day you become the problem. <laughs> um, the oh, last day. Uh, I was going to ask you, um, that I remember now, you said uh, you started when you were 23? Yeah. So five, four or five years? Yeah. What, what is a takeaway? What is something that you've really learned that you've that shaped the way you you think now in those 20 or 23 years geez Louise. Wow. in those three years <laughs> sure in your life if you feel like answering that but in those three years specifically of doing this what's something that you've you've gone oh interesting um i don't know just all the conversations i have with people honestly like i just always learn something new from someone you know you know it's even in different communities and it's just 
I have always been interested in acting and the producing and all the stuff that we're doing. You know, growing up, I've always like, how come we're not in those pictures or how come we're not in the front like that? But within our ways of life, I can under kind of understand why now. But it's kind of like, I feel like if you put your head to what you want, you will get there when you need to. And if you take it one day at a time, like, it will come and just not... Not taking it for greed, but also just always being there for one another and helping one another and knowing that you'll get that back in return. Like, I had this conversation with my mom the other day and I was just telling her how, like, my work crew just, like, takes care of me now that I'm pregnant again. And they're just, like, she's just kind of, like, yeah, no, thank you. Um, She, like, looked at me and was like, Bella, you need to stop thinking you're taken from them. You, You know, this is... (laughs) <laughs> this is the stuff in return that you're getting back for all the things that you've done and I was just like what the hell mom where those wise words come from so just, oh, wow. that's very sweet yeah no it was I just like and just like I said the way I grew up it was it was really difficult and just like seeing a lot of people I didn't want to be like and you know I just wanted yeah. I wanted something different for my life you know like I've always said I'd want to be a good leader in my community when I'd grow up and just want to do the best that I can for the youth. Like, you know, the person that runs all of this and Setting Sun, he was a really good person that came into my life and he helped me. And he built an academy up there. It's called the Lummi Youth Academy. It's not open right now, but it was a place open for middle school and high schoolers for just to have a safe place to go, to go learn about yourself and your culture and just your way of life and just to go being focused on school if, like I didn't have that I probably would have been out doing drugs and alcohol like in a lot of ways I'm really thankful and I'm thankful to be here now and just like now I'm here talking to you so yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> how have you been liking the whole like filming scene and the canoe journey and the story um here yeah it's been with, ju- the, with the filming and your acting like how has all that been <laughs> this has been fantastic this has been just like uh just a great bookend to a lot of uh i think discovery of my own process and to be able to come out here with uh, just a group of folks who have a fantastic story that is <laughs> not just funny and dramatic but <laughs> like teaches you i feel like a little bit of something and and really as we move forward here i think we'll, we'll explore more of that yeah if you know fingers fingers crossed i'm, I'm manifesting it <laughs> <laughs> um it's just been so great it's it's like i feel just a big old landing pad just to be able to come and run and do ideas with everybody and it's been such a dynamite crew yeah on. Alright. Oh yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a wrap. Thank you very much. But uh, yeah, it's so it's been my an honor and a pleasure to be a part of this. Anyway, yeah, no, thank you for your time and your words and sharing you and about yourself today. I just really appreciate it and just like it'll be on the podcast soon, so check it out when you can. I definitely will. Yes. And consider me subscribed. Gosh, what was it? Now, now here we are. Great. Yeah, we really are too, just too giggling on lawn chairs. Like, oh man.
Hey, this is Jay Kiesel, and thanks for having my song Nightshades on your podcast. I'm an artist living in Charlotte, North Carolina, on native Catawba and Sugary land. And I just wanted to share a bit about my background as well. So I'm Puerto Rican and Filipino, and going back generations, we trace our roots in Puerto Rico to the native Taino and Arawak peoples on the island of Boringen, which is the indigenous name for Puerto Rico. On the father's side of the family, it is um, Ilocano and Tagalog are the native peoples there. We trace our roots back on, on my father's side. So it's an honor to be in your podcast, and thanks for sharing my music. And in the sunset fantasy, in the glitter and playground you wander through, drowning in golden nostalgia, I dreamt of hurting like you do. And my arms wrapped around you like a blanket, you're looking at me with those big baby eyes. And I can never say enough No, I can never say it young and indigenous you can follow us at yay yai podcast on facebook and instagram Heishka to the first nations development institute and the discurrent foundation our hands go up to you yay is part of children of the setting sun productions intro song by keith jefferson adam lawrence and mark nichols original music by mark nichols Songs by the late Jack Kagey. Now it's too late and you can't stay While we dance towards the closeness that you crave In the night shades of my room, yeah Oi!